Three, two, one, go. Hey, it's Bibster Talks 2, and you guys are probably wondering at home, Bibster Talks 2, he hasn't been talking to anybody because it has been literally four months since there's been an episode out, but I am rectifying that. We are back with a special guest today, David Newburn, from the new Faster with Finnegan show um, on Instagram. If you follow anything, Attempted Murder Nova, all that kind of stuff. I kind of I started following you on Drag Week. David, kind of introduce yourself to the uh, listeners and kind of tell us kind of a little bit about, about who you are. All right. Well, I'm David Newburn. I work for Mike Finnegan over at Finnegan's Garage. We do a YouTube show. Um, I also co-host a new show that's coming out on Motor Trend on January, uh, let's see, 15th, 15th I believe. Yes. Yep. January 15th, 2020. It's called Faster with Finnegan. It's like a spinoff of Roadkill uh, where we get to do lots of cool stuff with the cars and do a lot of, have a lot of fun and do some racing and it's a blast. So yeah, I've, I've been watching kind of on a, all the preview stuff on Instagram and all the social media. And it looks like kind of basically kind of what you guys were doing on the YouTube show and just kind of with a bigger budget. Would that be, I mean, I know there's a kind of more of a concept in this, but it's kind of like you take the YouTube show and then you go, Hey, here's some, you know, have fun with this. And here's the host of, of roadkill cars to play with. Is that right. kind of, is that kind of what it is? I know it's. So basically um, we get a budget and they tell us what kind of racing we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, well, but actually they don't tell us. They give us hints. Like, they say, like, okay, you're going to go straight, and you don't need to turn. Okay. okay. So we're just gonna, we're going to assume drag racing. Yes. But it could be anything from mud drags oh. to, you know, top speed. It could be any of that. So we, we always assume, but usually we're wrong. Yes, we all so know. So we, we usually buy the wrong car. So, <laughs> That's and good. We, we go out and we, we buy a car based on the hints they give us. And uh, then once we take, they'll, they'll they'll give us directions to the track or wherever we're going. We show up there, we figure out where we're going and what kind of racing we're doing, and then who we're going up against. So okay. the tables are completely turned once we get there. Yeah, that's that. I like that. It's a new, you know, in the in the very, you know, in the, the very deep world of car automotive television. That's a concept that I've never. I mean, it's not like, hey, we're gonna like you know take your car and we're gonna like thrash it in a week and it's going to come out looking mint and everyone's like there's no way this is a it's a total different concept and i think that's that's a pretty good you know kind of a fun entertaining way because again if you've watched any of the youtube show you know that the three of you guys that are involved in this you know are entertaining just sitting in a room drinking beer so let alone you know you put them in front of a in a situation of hey it's drive straight and you take and you bring a drag car it ends up being a mud bog so right. it, that's, that's exactly right so <laughs> i'll give you one i'll give you one example i'll give you one hint um so like the S10 and stuff that they're showing on like the previews mm-hmm. and like, yeah, that's that's one episode, but that's not even like it gets way better than that, and like okay. it gets way dirtier than that. And for instance, they tell us that we're going straight for a short distance, and that's it. That's all. That's the only hint they give us. So mm-hmm. we're thinking, okay, like a, maybe an eighth mile drag strip. Like we don't know what we're doing. So I go out and I buy a '75 Camaro, and we ended up going to a a mud park that's right down the street from me and we're doing mud drags with this thing oh. the 75 camaro okay so we end up having to we can't even get to the start line for the very first <laughs> like the first race the guy we're racing has to pull us to the start line because we get stuck just trying to get there oh that's good so oh it's amazing so then we end up having to go back and we end up putting boggers on it and putting skinny tires on the front and mm. putting a big shot of nitrous on it yeah so it's it's awesome it's funny that you're and not hit- to mention and like the and like Mike and or Mike and Mike Cotton mm-hmm. and Finnegan, as I call them, you know, we're all good friends anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's just it works because 
you know, the chemistry's there, the fun's there. We're always cracking up, so and we don't mind being around each other. It's not yeah. like an awkward. We have to pretend to like each other. Mm-hmm. Show like we're all good friends anyway. Yeah. So you're like we would be we we would be trying to pull these stunts off, but now we can convince everyone. Like, look, it's it's for our job. Right. It, it is funny that you talk about that's Mudbox is one of the one of the sports around here. We were talking before we got on the podcast about all the different motorsports kind of in our area. And one of the ones I still do live announcing for is our local mud bog park. So when you're talking about that, I'm like, I'm looking up at a poster I have of one of our mud boggers. I'm like, oh, yeah, like I could see how a 75, at least our, like how, like what we consider like a mud drag up here. Like, yeah, there's no chance of a two wheel drive, rear wheel drive car, like getting close, let alone, you know, in stock oh, yeah. formation. We, we, we've had a couple, I know a few years ago, some, somebody must've got bet to take his two wheel drive truck to the bog. And it made us like, I think it was like 33 feet is what he made it. And then, <laughs> and then got stuck and we're all like, all right, good job, buddy. But yeah. Yeah. So, so but we have an absolute blast. And like I said, it's the other episodes they are, they are really good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we had a really good time doing it. So, so you filmed, I mean, just, just kind of like inside baseball, but you've already done basically this whole first season that I'm assuming, or is it, you've done half yep, the season. Okay. So you're already all, once the show comes out, it'll all. Yeah. We, we started in like July Oh, geez. and we, we finished like uh, two weeks ago, like, okay. right. Like three days before PRI, we, we wrapped it up. <laughs> that's that's so, good. Like, now this is... week right here, it's like the, this is my least busiest week of the entire year. Mm-hmm. It's this week right here. Yeah, and I'm sure as the show as it comes out, it's going to only you know step up as filming's going to probably have to start right back up. But let let alone your other gig now is this is just my is that is working with Finnegan between the YouTube show and this is that your full time job or do you still do like something else that's you know before you did that or when did you decide to go full time doing the stuff with Finnegan? Um, so I actually did uh, like construction for 14 years. Okay. I did like uh, cameras and wiring and gates and stuff like that for 14 years and i started working for finnegan part-time a couple of years ago I'd, mm-hmm. I'd go up there one day a week and i'd work for him trying to get some of his projects done and we'd, i'd help out with the youtube show and then this past january he asked me to come on full-time and that, you know that was a big step because i'd been in the company for 14 years and i knew i had security there you know i had i'm supporting my family so it was a big step for me to like turn that away but i was i was going nowhere you know it's just yep. working and working and there was nowhere for me to go i would just work till i just couldn't work anymore so i was like you know what screw it i'm going for it i will just close all that out i'm gonna start something new mm-hmm. and you know i went to work with him full-time in january and it has been an absolute blast since, ever since i've done that so. i think that's cool i mean that's not you know as most people that have seen you just as you're like you know on from the internet looking in you wouldn't expect to be like, oh, I was working construction. You know, it's a lot of people. You're like, oh, I was working at a shop. I was wrenching, you know, doing that. And so, to kind of take that, I can see how that taking that big of a jump would be a huge commitment. You know, not just to, like you said, not just so it's my day job. It's I have a family to support and to be able to, uh, you know, have some to know that that was going to work out. Um, was that how did that go over? Was it kind of like, well, at least now when you're going over there all the time, it's at least for your day job, or was it, you know, right. Right. So yeah, I did construct. So I did construction for 14 years and I've never worked in an automotive shop ever, mm-hmm. but I've always like, my dad was big into like hot rods growing up. Like I, I went to car shows every weekend and you know, he worked on, he had a bunch of cars like trading. He always traded around and got different cars and he worked on everybody else's cars. So mm-hmm. I was around it my entire life. And, and like I said, it was just once it was full time and I was actually getting paid to do that. 
I mean, it was it was weird because I don't have to work on like customer cars. Oh yeah. I'm just wor- I'm just working on Finnegan's cars and and my cars. Yeah. You know, we bring my cars up to the shop and work on them too. So it's just kind of like, wow, I'm actually getting paid for this. This is crazy. <laughs> like I'm getting paid so. to do my own. Yeah, that's. I mean, most guys. I mean, I've worked in shops, so like I've worked on the other side. So it's most of the time it's like it's a pretty good perk to be like, hey, I can work at night at this place on my own stuff. Woo! Like that's right. that is totally worth the. Like my hand melting off from whatever chemical I just put my hand into. Right. Um. So yeah, to be able to do that now. So you're talking about cars. We have to obviously. You have a. You know your your car is called the attempted murder Nova. Do you want to talk to talk a little bit about how where, where you got that <laughs> kind of the story behind that and kind of uh, how that because it was part of was that car part of your connection to like how you got to know Finnegan or was it just you already knew him and no, then you got that car. Yeah, I've known Finnegan for about five or six years now, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the car came along six months before Drag Week 2018. Okay. And it's funny because I actually got that car kind of on accident. I, I was taking my trash cans to the road. I have a really long driveway. I was taking my trash cans to the road. My neighbor comes up from the other direction and was like, hey, man, how, how's it going? You know, I started telling him I had a camper for sale at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, if you know anybody looking for a camper, you know, send them my way. And he was like, well, shoot, I'll trade you my Nova for it. I'm like, what? I'm like, all right. So, because I was actually building a 55 Chevrolet for Drag Week 2018, but okay. it was pretty rough. And his Nova was in much better shape. It was a shell, no motor, no transmission, nothing, but it, but a shell was in much better shape than my 55. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, screw it. I'll just build this instead, and I can get this done faster. Yeah. So, that's how that came about. So, what was? And then, of course, oh. then of course, I paint, I spray painted it black, of and. Course. You know, and it looked like the Murder Nova, but I was like, no, this will never be that caliber, so we'll just call it the Attempted Murder Nova. And I, I love that name. <laughs> um, so your first year drag week, what was that? Um, you know, for for the gearheads out there, what was that drivetrain? Obviously, we know it switched, but um, what was that? Um, what, what did you start drag week off at with? So, if you guys are familiar with the curl, it's a the girl, a uh, girl car called the Earl Camino from Roadkill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when they were done with that car, I bought that car. Okay. And just to take the whole drivetrain out and put in my Nova because it had a pretty, a pretty radical three, uh, 355 in it and had aluminum heads on it. It was already set up for nitrous and it had a, a gear star transmission and it had a 700 R4 in it. Um, so I mean, so I mean, I pretty much bought that car and gutted it and put everything in my Nova, the fuel system, electronics, I mean, everything. And, uh, the only thing I had to put in my car was a rear end. So it worked out. Yeah, I said if that's uh, for those remembering, I believe that was the episode where they bought the car, they went drag racing with it, and they flooded the, the uh, drag strip with tranny fluid like twenty times. Right? Yes, yes, that yeah. was. <laughs> just pretty why. sure Tony got kicked out for that. I'm pretty sure. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure the reason why they probably had to sell that car is because if they ever try to take that anywhere else with roadkill badges on it to a drag strip, it would be out the door they go. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that wasn't good. No, no, that was that was one of those episodes that you're like, you know. And that's what I've always liked about any of the things. And, it's you know, it all started off with, obviously, Roadkill. And then it's kind of morphed into, you know, Finnegan still does Roadkill, obviously. But then, you know, obviously, as, as when he moved over to, back to Atlanta, you know, he kind of was doing some of his own thing in, this, in, in his time. And then, you know, you saw, like, Roadkill Garage and all these things. They're all shameless plug here. It's all on the Motor Trend app. You should totally get it. Um, It's tot- it's 100% worth it because it's like Netflix for cars. Is- yeah, I don't understand that. People, like... People freak out, like, "Oh my God, I'm not, I'm not spending five dollars a month for that." It's like, "My God, that's not even you. You pay more than that for a fast food meal. Uh-huh. Like, it's only it's only once a month." Yeah. And like, if you if you would just try it, like, there's so many shows on there. Like, mm-hmm. you can look on there for just you know an hour at all the different shows that's on there. I mean, yeah. 
if you're into cars, like you're you're missing out not having that. Yeah, so. it's it's definitely if you are at all a car person and you're like, oh man, you know, I kind of like watching some car TV. It's all of it in one app. And like I said, I'll put a link. I should be able to put a link to probably like the website that where if you're listening, you're like, I've never heard of this or that's where those shows all went. If you're kind of, some people are still kind of, I don't know how after this many years still wondering how, where they all went from on YouTube. Um, there's the link in the description. They're actually running a deal right now. So shameless plug again, you know, check that out. But, um, but all those shows, they are real. They're not, you know, some car shows on TV and even some of that are might be on that app. It's, you know, they're, they're, they're doing stuff that as a normal car, a normal car guy watching it, you're like, I don't think you could do that in a week. And then you watch Roadkill and you're like, I bet they did that in a week because you're usually looking oh, at, at the caliber. And I think some of the other shows have almost had to kind of tweak their system because Roadkill's kind of showing like this is how this would really look. You know, like if you you can't just in a in a weekend with a couple people wrenching on it, completely rebuild a car. You can get it so it can kind of drive, and you can get it so you can, you know, like for you guys in your new show, like we can get it to a mud bog that we think is a drag strip, but it's not a, you know, it's not hunky-dory as, you know, you're on the side of the side of the road right. with a car with 15, you know, different so, problems. our new show, like we only get two days to make these modifications, you know, and we legit do it in two days. Like yeah. there's no – you know, always been we we work on it. The, you know, here then we wait a month and go do it. Like no, we we work on it for two days. And like most of the time, but we don't we don't do a whole lot to it. Like yeah. we're not switching complete drive trains. We're not, you know, we're just doing stuff that we can get done as quick as possible mm-hmm. in that in that two days to make it go as fast as we possibly can. Yeah. So. Well, I think there's been a lot too of a, I don't know, maybe just an, an attitude now where, and I think part of it is because of that whole like the trend in the last 10 years since roadkills come out where people are like, you know what? It doesn't have to be meant to be taking at places. Like you can just get it running, get it running enough and then go have fun with it. Because otherwise, if you don't do that, you're going to let it sit for 10 years and just look at it and be like, yep, that thing's going to be super cool when it's all done, but it's just sitting there versus the guy that, you know, gets the clapped out car and throws a drivetrain in it. That kind of works. And you know, takes it, takes it to drag week, which obviously yours wasn't, it wasn't clapped out. I'm not saying that at all, but I just was. Oh, using it as oh, it is. <laughs> so we were, <laughs> we were talking about, so your drivetrain on Monday, that was your drivetrain Monday. What happened during drag week 2018 that made that not the drivetrain on Friday? Oh man. So Monday, it, the whole week was going great. I mean, mm-hmm. we actually, we, the only thing that happened to us on the road was, uh, we had a fuel boiling boiling issue, mm-hmm. and we were sitting we were sitting in traffic. But along with me and like fifteen other people, yeah. we were all sitting on the side of the road, just scattered out with the same problem. So, but other than that, we made it all the way to Bristol, which was day four. And I made one pass; my nitrous didn't work, and so I went back around and figured out that my nitrous relay wasn't working. So I borrowed one from Dave Schroeder and T and his brother. Mm-hmm. Which they had the they had the fastest nitrous car on Drag Week. Yeah, which is that that blue Corvette. Yep, yep, yep. So I borrowed a relay from him, put it back in my car, went up there to make another pass, and going down track, car felt great, and it was the fastest the car had been. But as soon as I hit the finish line, um, I had a nitrous backfire, and just fireball through the cowl. I mean, it was it was gnarly. So I shut the car down, pull over to the side, and they come up. And they, they put they spray it and put the fire out, and they pulled me back around to the pits, and got back around there and noticed that my carburetor the boosters in my carburetor had melted and they were gone. Oh. And I was and I was like whoa I was like I've never seen that before, so we pulled all the plugs out, 
turn the motor over, make sure there's nothing in the cylinders, uh, put a new set of plugs in it, borrow a carburetor from my buddy Jesse, which is a Drag Week veteran. He drives the green John Deere truck. Oh, okay. So, yep, yep, yep. Yep. I borrowed a carburetor from him, and uh, we go to try and start it up. And as soon as I hit the key to try and start it, I, did, I knew I didn't have any compression. It sounded like the plugs were still, were still out of it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, no. So I knew right then it was hurt. So we start calling everywhere. We start calling junkyards. Um, we were getting, you know, recommendations on who to call, like local. Nothing, nothing was working out. So I called O'Reilly's to see if they had a long block. And they didn't. <laughs> They said they could get one, but it'd be like three or four days. Oh, that's not going to help like, drag week. <laughs> I'm like, no, I was like, that's not going to, that's not going to work. I need something like right now. Cause I was looking for anything from like a 265 to like a 400. I didn't care. Yeah. If it was a small block Chevrolet. I wanted it. Yeah. And so this guy was like, well, you know, I got one at home. Um, it's just an old 350 and I'll sell you. I'm like, I was like, dude, I was like, can you deliver it? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I'll take it. So I ended up, so we, we, pulled my car outside the front gate of Bristol Motor Speedway because we didn't know if they were going to lock the place up or not when he wouldn't get stuck inside. Yeah. So we pulled my car outside the gate when we ripped the motor out. In like 45 minutes, the motor's out, sitting on the ground, and we're all just sitting there where we're having foot races. We're just we're goofing off waiting for this engine to get here. So little did we know, the guy is at home pulling it out of his 70, like 79 Camaro. <laughs> Jeez. It, it was still in his car. So he gets there. The motor, this was like 11, 11 o'clock at night. He finally gets there. And, you know, we're all just kind of like laying around, just trying to take it easy. Mm -hmm. And he shows up. The motor is nasty. It's the nastiest engine I've ever seen in my life. I have to, I give this man $500 for this little small block. And, but I didn't care. I was like, I, I just got to get back to Georgia. Yeah. So, so we had to scrub this engine before we even put it in my car. It's this nasty. We're squirting it with brake clean, scrubbing it. And uh, so we get it all cleaned up, kind of get, <laughs> get it stuck in the car and set the time and it fires right up. And so here we are. It's two o'clock in the morning. We're off to Atlanta. And we didn't know that the drive from Bristol to Atlanta was as hairy as it was. It was raining and we were going through the mountains. Ugh. So it, and we were all, you know, going most sleep. Yeah. You're at that point in drag, so no sleep. That was the longest night of my life was trying to get from there to Atlanta. So, and then we got like, we got like 45 minutes from Atlanta and my alternator goes out. Oh, <laughs> luckily that new small block that I bought came with an alternator. So we swapped it out on the side of the road and made it, made it back to commerce. And I immediately went to sleep under the front of the car until like 12 or one o'clock when it was time for me to race. Yeah. And the engine was leaking so bad it was oil was everywhere. Like I opened the hood once I got there and there's oil like sprayed up on the hood where it was just, I guess, slinging out of the front seal or something. And it was leaking water. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. So we kind of, we patch it up and I get up there to make a pass. I don't do a burnout. And the guy beside me, like he screws up or something and has to back up and redo, redo a burnout. I don't know what he does. I'm sitting there. I'm in panic mode because I'm like, this thing's going to leak water in a minute if it's not already leaking. Yeah. And they're going to push me back. I was like, I've got to go. Like, <laughs> But luckily, I got up there, I made my pass, ran like a 20, I don't know, 24 second pass at like 45 miles an hour or something. That's, but that, that, that's but worse than highway speeds. Yeah. <laughs> and see, it was, that was my first drag week. I didn't even know there was an awards ceremony. I didn't even know there was a, a spirit of, I didn't, I didn't know there was a spirit of drag week. Yeah. I had no clue. I, I didn't know any of that. Mm -hmm. So we literally, we went back, loaded the car up and we left. <laughs> 
And I was like, all right, we, we made it. You know, let's yeah. let's go home. So I'm literally asleep in the passenger seat. My, my co-pilot, Brandon, was driving. And we're almost home. And Finnegan calls me. He's like, where are you at? I'm like, I, I'm on the, we're on the way home. And he was like, you just won the Spirit of Drag Week, you idiot. You're not even here. I'm like, <laughs> what's the Spirit of Drag Week? <laughs> Uh, so yeah so for those listening at home and i mean i don't know how you would know what drag week was because i think i'm pretty sure i've talked about it drag week is basically um i mean it's i think you should almost be clinically insane that like to do it because you're basically putting yourself through torture it's it's a five-day event where you have to every day drag race your car that's why it's called drag week and then drive to the next event which you're like oh that's not that big but you have to drive the car you drag raced and if you have to take things with you, like you can take a, you can pull a small trailer. So it's the only time in the world you'll see like seven second cars pulling a U-Haul trailer cruising down mm-hmm. the highway. And it is, um, it was in Cordova a couple of years ago. It's actually the first time I ever met, met Finnegan. And it's like, it's the coolest thing. If it's ever coming through your area and they kind of rotate what part of the country it's in. I forgot where it is in next year. Um, is this last it's year in the was, Midwest? It's, it's in the Midwest this year. Oh yeah, you're, 20, in 2020. Yes, I forgot about that. So it's gonna be closer. To, it's gonna be close enough to me that I can actually can get away with going to it. Because last year was out east, and I was like, eh, "There's no chance." <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really cool. So and it's kind of a cool deal too. Like when I I talk about like local racing is because it goes. It usually visits. It tries to go to a couple smaller tracks that maybe don't get that big of foot traffic. You know, like I know even our 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 local track, Cordova. They had like the World Series, and that's a big event for them. But being able to have Drag Week in the middle of the year and middle of a week is a huge um, help for some of the local tracks because it brings in a bunch of people. Everybody that's anybody that's a car guy is calling in sick that day. I mean, I know last time I came through Cordova, I was sick two days that week. Had a little bit of the drag week, had the uh, drag racing cough. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's it's so it's a cool event um in that way. So yeah, if you're ever wondering, they do a whole live streaming. It's it's crazy. So. That you at least you completed 2018, your Spirit of Drag Week, which is basically an award for somebody that the, mo- the most diehard competitor, yes. like, you know, the most, I guess, dedicated. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just, with the spirit of just you're not giving up, not quitting. Because, like I said, literally, I didn't even know that it existed. Yeah. It was my first Drag Week, so I was literally just I was like, no, I've came this far. I just want to finish. <laughs> that was all finish. I could think about. Yeah, it wasn't even about getting home. I was like, I, I'm going to finish this event. Like yeah. I've killed myself. I ran up all my credit cards just getting this car together. I was like, I have killed myself making this happen. I was like, yeah, this is not, this is not going to stop me. So, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, um, that's the one thing every time it's, it's definitely an event that you see it's rational thinking has to go out the door because it's like you said, you're sitting there going, I've done four days of this. I've been up for almost four days straight. Usually, you know, you know, sometimes some people, if you can stay ahead of things, but if any time during the week, there's any bit of a delay or something that happens, it screws you for the rest of the week in sleep and making it to the tracks on time because you know what doesn't seem like a big deal of like oh we 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 got out of, we got out of one track late because of this or that suddenly now you're right. you, you're showing up late so you're you're gonna be short on sleep and then it just usually snowballs so by the end of the week if you're at a drag week i know when it's like cordova it's like you're walking around and you're just seeing like walking zombies of drag racers just like uh it's friday and we so made it where's the beer and also like you can't have any, you can't have any kind of outside oh help. yeah like other other competitors can help you, but you can't have any outside help. You can't have somebody follow you. Yep. And like your trailer can only be so big. It yep. can only be 142 cubic inch, you know, cubic feet. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, you have a lot of limitations there, which is that's what I like about it. It's like, you know, can you do this? Can you survive? You know, without all this additional help, and that's what that's what's cool about it to me. Yeah, and I I so. think it's, I had a buddy who did it. 
And he's just got a basic, you know, like your normal. I mean, I said it's basic, and still seems pretty fast for you know for streetcar stuff. But he was, it's like a twelve second car. They brack races all the time, and him, his dad did it. Were they blazing and breaking records? No, they were just you know it was his normal bracket racer that they would make sure that like basically I think the only thing they did was swap tires because you have to run um, drag radials just so that way you're not someone's going down there with street tires. Right. Yeah. And, you can't run street. You can't run street tires on the drag strip. Yeah. So that's the one. That's the, everybody's usually sw- switching tires. I mean, some it's because they're putting on like the you say quote unquote DOT legal because it's a slick with like one little itty bitty stripe down it that is makes it DOT legal, but you wouldn't actually want to drive it on like if someone spit in front of you because you would it would it would lose traction. Right. But that's when I was running. I was running the ET streets on the 2018 drag week, and mm-hmm. I could I could have traveled from track to track on those, but. I didn't want to risk like getting a nail or a screw in the tires yeah. like that. Then I'm then I'm, at that point I'm screwed. Yeah, that's so. A, I think a lot of them guys do though. Yeah, like, they'll drive it track to track like the Aussie Chevelle. Mm-hmm. They uh they run on the radials. Uh, Dennis Taylor on his Nova. Mm-hmm. You know, they run he runs track to track on radials. Um, there's a bunch of them that do it. It's yeah. just it's 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 risky for sure. Yeah, and it's so. it's old. It's also like you said, you any bit of an issue there, it's a lot more of an expensive tire, and usually you can't pull into like. Uh, well, in our area, like a farm and fleet, and be like, "Hey, I need a, I need an ET radio, please." They're like, "Oh yeah, right. yeah, we got one right here." It's so yeah, you'll see a lot of that. But I mean, then there's everything from what it's always the craziest is when you see like the basically straight up pro mod cars that have turn signals and brake lights, and they're out there blazing. Well, we had this this last year was it was uh, they broke into the fives oh, officially, yeah. and so that's that's what makes uh, makes Drag Week crazy. So that was Drag Week 2018, your first shot. So you had a whole year to get ready. What did you uh, What did you come out with for Drag, drag Week 2019? So 2019, uh, we came with a big block and a straight shift. Uh, the big block is a 540 cubic inch uh, uh, dark big end block. It's got dark pro one heads. And that engine was actually donated to me by a roadkill fan, which is weird. Uh, this guy was fixing up his Camaro. Uh, his name is Hunter. Mm-hmm. And he's a local guy. He's a local guy to me. Um and he was putting a new fuel-injected LT4 and six-speed in his car. Hello. And he had no use for this big block, didn't want it. And he contacted Finnegan, was like, dude, I'm a huge fan. He was like, I'm not using this. I don't want to sell it. If you have something to put this in, it's all yours. And we were just like, what? Like, are you serious? Like, mm-hmm. So, you know, Finnegan, Finnegan tried to offer money, and he tried to pay for it. The guy wouldn't take it. He was like, no, 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 it's just in my way. I don't want it. You know, I don't want this thing sitting in my house. Just, you know put it to use so we're like all right so and i had already before, before that even took place i told finnegan i was one i was going to put a straight shift in my car and then that came up and i'm like wow this is perfect dude so yeah we ended up we put the 540 in there and it had a tko 600 fast speed with it um the only thing we did was put a new clutch behind it and uh i modified the roll cage a little bit I put a new fuel cooling system in the car, and I obviously upgraded the fuel system. Um, other than that, that's basically it. We were re- we were ready for 2019, but all that didn't take place until like a month before. Of course not. I mean, I was gonna say, I, <laughs> if anyone watches the YouTube channel, there's nothing happens, you know, which is exactly how every project is. I mean, I don't I don't know any car car guy or gal that I know that's like. Yeah, we got two months to get ready for this. We should start now. It's like, no, no, no. We got things going on. A week ahead of time, like rock and roll time. Exactly right. You know, you you get busy and you put it you put it off until until you just can't put it off anymore. It's like yeah. okay, you either got to start on this or just or bail. Yeah. So that's that's how that's how it always is. Yeah, and it seems to always work that way. But you had um a pretty then obviously your 2019 you 
you ended up with the same drivetrain <laughs> that you started with, um, which was good. So what's your plans uh, for 2020 Drag Week then? So let's see. So we'll start by – so 2018, the fastest I went was an 1150. Okay. And that was that was with that 355 small block. I was guessing that and, with the pukey. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, – so – 2019 it went 1140 mm -hmm. and that was that was na that was no nitrous mm -hmm. i didn't run nitrous in 2019 because i didn't want to risk hurting it yeah you know i was, I was trying to live so the fastest it went was like 1140 which is which was weird because when we first put that engine in the in the car it felt i mean it was crazy at how fast it was and during the week a drag week the car kept feeling slower and slower and mm -hmm. i was like this is weird i was like this is weird it feels like it's just down on power and Every time I checked fluids, we always had to add water to it, which worried me. Yeah. I was like, man, something's wrong because yeah. I don't know if it's going up the exhaust or what, but the car's losing power. It's eating water. And then by day four of 2019, they just called it quits. I, by that point, I had done so many trailer burnouts that I destroyed <laughs> the rear suspension in the car. I blew, third gear exploded. Like on day three, the last point, the last checkpoint on day three, it was like two in the morning. I completely blew out third gear doing a trailer burnout and it was live on facebook that i didn't even know about <laughs> so yeah clearly in mexico so, for any car guy so, that knows burnouts are oh, always yeah, in mexico definitely. yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's area yeah so yeah. day four we get it the morning of day four and me and brandon ripped the transmission out of the car we i split the case open and i dump out all the broken pieces of third gear slam it back together oh yeah just because i was paranoid that it was going to get up caught up in other in the other gears and mm -hmm. tear it up so we just got rid of it so we, we tear off to the track on day four, and on the way, the car starts running real rough. And I'm like, oh, man, what the heck's going on now? We get to the track, and it sounds like it's got a rod knock. Ugh. And I'm like, oh, no. So we go through the valves twice, and one of the rockers was like 30,000s different. It was low. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. So long story short, it spun a bearing, and I'm pretty sure we lost a lobe on the camshaft, and it probably went through the engine. and uh, Yeah, you know, and that's what yeah Ugh. Ugh. that's Ugh. you're like so that's step one is having a 540 that runs again i'm assuming that right. yeah <laughs> right. and then depending on when that happens thinking power are you thinking uh keeping an na again this year for survivability or throwing gobs nah. of crazy at it nah, nah. <laughs> i want to boost it i want to and i don't want to turbo like everybody else i want to be a little different so maybe mm -hmm. i'm thinking either a, a roots or a pro charger or Ooh. something on it so yes um, yes it is my new transmission came yesterday, putting a, a Tremec Magnum uh, six-speed in it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I got that from Silver Sport Transmissions. They sent it to me yesterday. Oh, nice. So uh, that pallet of goodies is sitting there ready to go. I did. So That'll be – I'll tag your uh, – the, in the description will be a tag to uh, your Instagram. You can see – like I said, I just saw that picture actually. So you can kind of follow along as the build goes. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, I definitely think – I mean, I love turbos. Like, don't get me wrong, but Drag Week has turned into the sea of turbos. Like, every car right. is like – well, it's 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 LS and turbo. Like you're just like you can just like sneeze and you're like, oh, there's an LS turbo, because <laughs> it's yep. which I mean it makes sense because of you can tune them to be mild mannered and getting crazy mileage on the highway, and then you get to the track and you do do it, and then all of a sudden you're being stupid. Oh yeah, I mean don't get me wrong, they're they're great. I mean yeah. I have nothing against them. I mean you can make great power. With oh yeah, them. and it's either you know and they're they just live, they just mm -hmm. like it. I mean yeah. So I mean. I, and they're lighter. I mean, they're the lightest engine you can put in there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, well, and it's just it's just a matter of it's just what everyone does. It's kind of a, uh, I I still think the 
like the big i was at uh we were at pri this last weekend and there was i was walking by one of the big diesel booths and i kind of realized i'm like man like 10 years ago everybody was like big diesels is where it's going to be at like everyone's going to be big diesels and then basically the ls walked in the room and was like hey i can take boost and everyone's like okay you're mm-hmm. you're next because i because i was i was sitting there I was like looking going I remember when it was like the big diesel was where everyone was thinking, you know, that was it. You know, you're going to be rolling coal for quarter mile at a time. And then all of a sudden we're like, wait, what if we did that same thing on a gas engine? And everyone's like, Oh, this makes more sense. Right. <laughs> and see, I love, I love nitrous. Like I love the feeling of nitrous. So mm-hmm. in, tw- in 2020, I want to build something cheap just to go nitrous racing. And it'll probably have an, it'll probably be an LS. Uh-huh. It'll probably be a carbureted LS with a plate on it mm-hmm. just to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Something that I can go to the track and beat on and not care about. And if it blows up, I go to the junkyard and buy another one. Exactly. So that's the lovely part about the, about the else. Now, will that be in attempted murder Nova, or is that no, be in no, no. A, just some I'm, other? I'm gonna I'm gonna build something else. I hadn't decided yet. I can't I can't make my mind up. Yeah. So, but that's that's my plans anyway. Is this something attempted murder Nova? Stay keep it for drag week, and then something fun and small. Yep. Now, what is your? You know, we talk about local motorsports. What's your local uh, uh, drag track then down there? Obviously, something Atlanta um, in the name. So where I live, uh, Southeastern Dragway, which is in Dallas, Georgia, used to be my home track, but mm-hmm. they closed down several years ago. So the closest one to me would be uh, Steel, Alabama, okay, um, which is a quarter-mile track. And we have uh, Paradise Dragway, which we actually film our new show, Fast with Finnegan, at. Uh, we, we go there. Um, that's an eighth-mile track, which is about an hour and a half from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Commerce, Atlanta Dragway is about two hours from me. Okay. Okay, so in your part, your your big thing is is drag racing. Well, I mean, down south you start getting into some other. There's obviously fifteen thousand motorsports everywhere you go, but it seems like drag racing is that kind of the prevalent motorsport down in that area, or is it? There's a lot of there's a lot of dirt tracks. Yay! It's a little close to home for me. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah a, that... there's a the big one. Dix, Dixie Speedway is over here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some south of me. They're they're all they're all around. There's probably half a dozen dirt tracks you know within two hours of yeah me. that's like basically living we were talking with uh over at pri we we're talking with some of our pay-per-view guys and the one guy made he made the joke and i said to you earlier in this and for our part of the world you put a camera in the air and you basically they're gonna hit a dirt track which makes it really easy for what i for for what, for what we're trying to do oh yeah but yeah and we, we also go to a dirt track on our on our new show too so. i've seen some i've seen some pictures mm-hmm. on instagram and it did get my like oh there's there's a dirt track look at that it's dirt track oh, time. yeah and i saw that it was a uh, nascar low and i'm like perfect nascar low was well first killed on a dirt track after it was <laughs> i think oh, it, it gets it gets killed again so. oh i'm sure it, i mean there's that's it's nascar low you can't it's not you know but it's, it, it's got to but it fun. comes back better than ever so it's oh dude and oh. It, it was a blast because I raced one car and Finn raced the other. So we actually, we went, we hit, like, we battled head to head. So it Ooh. was freaking awesome. And it's dirt track racing. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, did I, did I hit you there? I don't know if I did. I yeah, neither one of us have ever done it before. So it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. We got a, we got a local, one of the one local track we work at. There's, I have this good story. One of my buddies that's a racer first couple years out and he's racing modifieds and they're, you know, they're like your second down from like your late models, but they're still banging and hitting the whole time. And he got, he's like, yeah, I was in the pits. This dude walks up to me. He's like, just so you know, you touched me out there. And he's like, when? Like, he's like, what part? Right. He's like, I don't know. He's like, apparently I, apparently I touched him. He's like, so every time we see him now at the track, I'm like, hey, D-Rec, you touched him. <laughs> he's like, shut up. Wow. And I, I, bought, I saw him actually, uh, I thought he thought, I thought that guy would have thought that my buddy ran him off the track just the way it looked. And I'm like, oh. 
here comes dirt track fight. Like I've for sure walked into the pits. Like here it comes. And no, everyone was cool. I was getting some weird stares, but so that is, um, January 15th is when your new show comes out. Um, and obviously, uh, Finnegan on Finnegan's garage on YouTube. That's always pumping shows out. Oh yeah. Is there kind of, is there a, I was, I mean, it's, I always seem kind of, there's kind of this erratic, like you put an episode out or are you guys down to like putting one out a week or is it just kind of as a project's going, put them uh, out? We, so we, we try to do one a week, okay. but, and it's just with his schedule mm-hmm. and especially with his schedule when, the, when we were doing the new show, it was almost impossible. Yeah. But now that we don't start filming the second season until like, I don't know, sometime early 2020 mm-hmm. like well now we have more time so like on the way to pri i edited an episode on the way up there so i have like two of them that's ready to go right now so you know we'll probably have two or three before the end of the year Ooh. and yeah so i'll also throw there'll also be a link in the description there'll be a link to the the youtube channel if you uh if for some reason you're like i don't want to spend money on anything you gotta subscribe to uh to finnegan's garage because it's definitely i mean it is your atypical Especially if you watch from the very beginning, like I remember when he first moved out there, and I was wa- so I was watching it, and you know, there's like as the characters like start to come in, I was not really characters, they're real people, but it's like you all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's this guy's like starting to make episodes, or you'll be like, I've heard of that guy before, um, and just some of the cars, and you kind of get to see like an inside look of what, um, what kind of stuff Finnegan does, and obviously now it's you know obviously morphed into you guys getting to do your own show, which I mean obviously. The, the the work you guys have done on the on the YouTube side is definitely what made the like, I'm sure the Motor Trend guys like oh look we can just they already do this on their own if we just give them a camera crew it'll probably be even better. That's exactly how I feel. I feel like you know they somebody high up you know watched what we were doing mm-hmm. and they're you know you know because Cotton comes down you know every now and then and we'll film a couple episodes with him when he comes down and somebody you know high up watched it and they're like you know we could probably make something good out of this yeah so. They're like he's doing it. He's giving. He's giving that away. I get, we have an right. idea. <laughs> like yeah. we, if we gave them a real budget, if, and you know, just just this, just an idea. If we gave them a real budget, wouldn't imagine what they can do because it is. And that's I mean, as you were saying, you were editing videos, so you guys are still like editing all your own videos. I mean, it's not like a. Oh yeah. You know, so that's what I think is cool too. It's not like oh he's, you know, and there's in the car world. There's like we have like car celebrities, and so like. Finnegan is obviously one of them if you're, you know, as a car guy. So it's not like he's like, no, he does his own editing because he's not, you know. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, not like, like... it's just, it's literally Finnegan, me, and then, like, sometimes we bring in Bernie or a sound guy. Because oh, yeah. we just, we suck at, we suck at making our stuff sound right. Mm-hmm. So, and then, I mean, that's that's it. There's nobody else. Yes. So. Which, if you want to hear more Bernie, check out a great podcast after you listen to this one. And I don't know how you wouldn't be listening to that one is, uh. It'd be the Kibby and Friends show. Now it used to be Kibby and Finnegan, and then now it's Kibby right. and Friends. And uh, if you like anything Dukes of Hazard or car related, they just they just put one out about Christmas Story today that I was listening to while I was attempting to work. I say that because I kept like oh, I was losing it a couple of times. I'm like trying to put this engine together. I'm like, I stop, just stop it. Like I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it. But yeah, so I'll put I'll throw a link down there to that too because yeah, Bernie. I know he's he did an interview. I think it's Seaman. He was talking to Bernie. Like, I like when you do my sound. And I'm like, Oh, that explains it. Like, yep. <laughs> cause it, that's his full-time thing. But yeah, we, we try, we try and do it, but it doesn't matter. Like no matter what we do, when we put it out there, if somebody's always gonna be like, Oh man, I can't hear it. Or you're, you know, you, you need to do the volume this way or that way. And we're mm-hmm. like, dang it. I thought we did good, but yeah, we can't do it. Well, and also people on the internet are the worst. I, I swear. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I had to get where I just don't look at comments anymore because we do some like live streaming video stuff. And I had one guy, it was at a tractor pull, live streaming this video. So there's obviously some some gaps as like you know they're 
bringing other tractors up. And this guy's like, I wish you could edit this so there would be so many long gaps. And I'm like, dude, it's a live video. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, pause time? Like, I, right. and, and this is like after we got done, it was like an eight hour event. And I'm just like, I'm like, why am I looking at comments right now? Like, you've got to stop doing this to yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's your own fault. But yeah. Yep. I, I learned to just not do that anymore. Cause yeah. like, the first, like, earlier this year, we went on like a massive road trip mm-hmm. and we went and got the first ramp truck, yep. the, the box ramp truck. Yep. And, you know, you get on there and start reading comments, and you're just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, they're the worst. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna not read any mm-hmm. of that stuff anymore. Yep. I always, I've always told people, I'm like, yeah, I. And it was funny because on that one, I literally, I we were down in Liberty, Kentucky, doing this little uh, lawn tractor pull, and I said to somebody, like, I don't know why I read it because now it's just gonna bug me for a day because somebody else mm-hmm. had said something. But then the next day, like two people came up for like, oh man, we watched it last night. It was really good. I'm like, see, the real people will tell you your face to face. Like no one, no one, on the internet's ever going to come to you and be like, you guys no. suck. <laughs> no, that, that 12 year old boy that called you fat. is not going to come to your face and say, it. <laughs> <laughs> it still, it still hurts the same. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, dang it. Especially when you know, it's something like the worst for me is like when I know I screwed something up or I did something and I'm like. I know I did that. I was already thinking about it, but now you just told me that everyone saw it. Dang it, stupid internet. So yeah, I got burned on when we did the rant truck episode. Like I had, we had mics. We're trying to do our sound thing. We're trying uh-huh. to make it better. So we were we were wearing mics under our shirt. Ooh yeah. And I was putting the seatbelt on, and they kept rubbing the mic, oh. and it was super uncomfortable. So I moved the seatbelt under my arm. Uh huh. You, you would have thought I committed a murder. Like people flipped out. They. They do. They roasted me and burned me down on the internet. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, why, why did I do that? I don't wear my seatbelt like that. But I was like, but it was like cutting into the mic and it was mm-hmm. acting all crazy. And I don't know why I just did that. And oh man, they let me have it. Yeah. And you're like, and once it starts, once the internet, oh, fun yeah. people start, they all just seem to be like, oh, this is a fun subject to jump in on. Or they will be like five videos later. Hey, do you remember when you did that? Shut up. Just shut up right now. Yep. That's exactly right. Yeah, so now you're known as seatbelt guy. Because, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely am glad that I'm usually in the audio or on the other side of the camera, like behind it, <laughs> because then they don't always. Because whenever I do something, I'm like, man, I made a really stupid face there. Like, why can't I make a normal face for once in my freaking life? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, there was like a couple of them, a couple episodes ago, I was chewing gum, I'm chewing my mouth open, and people were just like, oh god, like, where did you grow up? I'm like, oh crap. Yeah, you know, like, didn't think didn't think nothing about it. Yeah, you're like, it's this I'm chewing gum. You chew gum. Everyone chews gum. What's the yeah. Yeah, it's it is fun. I mean, it's part of putting yourself out there, but I mean obviously now uh it, it's obviously all worked. I mean, you know, January fifteenth, your new show comes out and um how many episodes is that first season, just so I can delegate it's how much six. time? Six, six six episodes. Okay. So I can power through that in a night. I'm just trying to make sure, you know, I I don't have to like, you know, get get faster with Finnegan sick for a day for work. Um I say that as yeah. So I don't know what order they're going to be in, but like I said, they January fifteenth, the first episode hits, and then it's going to be every week they'll put out a new episode. Ah, okay. So. We won't have to wait a month like we do in the other ones. Nope. Yes, that's that is the worst. You're like you get caught up, and then you're like, oh crap, I got to wait a month. It's the longest month of my life. But yeah, well, um, David, thanks for uh for getting about to that time, and I know you got you're an hour ahead anyway, so you're it's it's getting late for you. Um, thanks again for coming on and hanging out. We'll definitely be in touch as uh, Drag Week 2020 uh, approaches. I think, as like I said, it's being in the Midwest. I'm going to try and come out for at least a – I'm going to try and get there for a day. I'm saying that now so I tell myself next summer to not get so busy. But um, 
any other links or any other thing you want to talk about before uh before we close out tonight? Uh, not that I know of. All right. Well, again, in the description, there'll be a link to uh, the the YouTube show. There'll be a link to the Motor Trend app. Make sure, like I said, they're running a deal right now. It's like with you can get be like limited ads, which I swear if it's Tom 2020 ads, I'm, I'm going to throw a TV. Um, no, um, limited ads, and it's like a buck a month. So seriously, it's not. It's yeah, so worth yeah, it. One dollar a month. Like, yeah. how can you say no to that? How can you say no to a dollar a month? So I'm mean, serious. If you guys aren't subscribed to it, and I find you on the street, I'm going to be like, why? Why can't you? Why can't you do it? But yeah, so again, there'll be links to you on your Instagram too, so you can follow along. David, thanks for coming and hanging out. Like I said, best of luck in the new show. I know it's going to do awesome. Um, we'll be in touch. And uh, but for Bibster and Digital, we'll, we'll talk for a minute when we get done with this, so we don't. I've had someone actually hand up once. At super gotcha. pro, super pro level here, everybody. For Bibster talks too, we'll be back. I promise, not in four months. It'll be sooner than that. Thanks. Bye.